Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You bring people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm sure somebody's written that one. Pounder with cheese and France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice at my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, it's my time uh, <laughs> how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome to superhero speak i'm your host dave ow you gotta you gotta oh you gotta have to normalize that john hi uh, i'm jd and i'm not having as good a time as dave did he sounded new orgasmic there yeah Oh, it's been a while since I've been orgasmic. Uh, hopefully again soon. Anyway. You, you can do that to yourself, you know. <laughs> this and is true. Like it's that, not, it's not that hard. Or actually, it is that hard. But, you know. Yeah. We're, we're starting at the top tonight. Um, I, you, start, I, I, you start at the top and you work your way down. Yeah, well, well, I feel like we're at the bottom. You could go from the bottom and go to the top. I've never done it that way. I, 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 I wanted to say at the top of the show that I, I sincerely hope for Mark Zuckerberg and the people at Facebook, they were able to delete all the incriminating evidence off of their servers Who uh, doesn't today. think that? Who does not think that? <laughs> what a horrible coincidence of timing. <laughs> I know, right? That we're asking the government to drop this major charges and all of our stuff just happens to the go The only offline. backups they had were from before all of this information came out. <laughs> yes. I'm just, I, I, you know, I just, I hope... For your sake, you were able to clean the servers off so that, because I don't think America could take another outage like this. <laughs> oh, it's great. Facebook down today. This is like the best day ever. All no. these baby boomers couldn't figure out how to share recipes and anti-vaccine <laughs> videos. It's phenomenal. I, I went on Facebook to, to tell everybody that Facebook was down. It's a good plan. Yeah. I, it just goes to show you like your first the first, when something big happens the first thing your first impulse now is like i gotta go to facebook and share this and you're like oh uh, i'm free i freed myself over a year ago from the facebook lot from the facebook gluttony you unfollow everybody and then all you get are impersonal brands and ads and you have no attachments to anything it's beautiful sounds very impersonal it's um, exactly what i wanted i wanted no personality on my facebook page i honestly I have that now I honestly kind of think it might have been my fault. Possibly. Because, um, Most things are. Yeah, It's funny. Like, I, I was going uh-huh. through my feed this morning, <laughs> and I saw a post from a friend I haven't talked to in years. So I'm like, ah, I miss talking to, to uh, this guy. So I'm going to reach out. And we start chit-chatting. We were talking a little bit. And then all of a sudden, like, I couldn't message him anymore. I'm like, messengers? Sometimes messenger goes down, but Facebook is still up. And I go on to Facebook. I'm like, no, this is down. So <laughs> um, it was Instagram? So it was WhatsApp. Yeah, everything that they, but I, I think the universe doesn't want me to talk to Larry. So sorry, Larry. Uh- <laughs> Twitter, Twitter had problems today for a little bit because people were so 
people were so upset they couldn't get into Facebook, so they all ran to Twitter to complain about it. Yep. And Twitter was like, whoa, 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 too, whoa, too much, whoa. We're not, we're not meant for this. <laughs> they got it. They got it. It was just like a little bit. We just, they weren't ready. They just weren't ready. Yeah. But today was a utopia where for a little while we lost Facebook. And Instagram. <sighs> Either one. Both. I know. How can I post my gym selfies if Instagram is down? You already posted your gym selfies. Oh, that is true. I saw it this morning. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, how can Joey see it if Instagram is down? (laughs) True. So how's everyone doing? How is everyone's week? We'll start with JD this week. (laughs) I achieved, I unlocked a a career status for myself this past week. I got myself, I, I was doing some class stuff. And they said, if you want to relaunch, if you want to launch a book, you stack, you do it, you go on all these deal sites and you do some deal stacking. So you have like a new deal every day for like a week. Hmm, I'm like, okay. all right. So I paid some money and I did some of these deal sites. Gentlemen, I hit number one on five different categories on Amazon. Wow. Wow. And I am, I gave away over 4,000 books because I did a free site and then I sold 150. Damn. Wow. Man. And I officially achieved the notch of Amazon best-selling author last week. You, you might make something of this. I'm trying, man. I'm trying real hard. <laughs> that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah, that's why I wouldn't have. Um, I don't think I made the money back yet for all for all these, but that's not the, the idea is to make it down the line when you sell the more right. books. Right. They like your books. They're willing yeah. to buy the next and I, one. And well, I put them all on. I, I, I gave the first one in for free and I put the rest except for the new one on sale for a buck. And it worked. A lot of people were like, oh. I'll buy all that. I'll buy the in this. I expected to give away a lot of books. I gave away more than I expected, but I sold way more than I planned for. So um, well, on the whole, if, I think it went really well. If you can get 10% of the people who bought, downloaded that's, the book. That's the goal. To buy the rest of them, 400, you know, per that's book. That's the goal. Well, because that's like most people just like, there are people that just like stock up on these free books. Because there's all kinds of free deal sites and stuff like that, right? So there's people that just stock up on free books and have no intention of ever buying a book again, which True. is fine. That's fine. You know, you're never going to get money out of those people. But like you said, if you get 10% of the people who, who went in to jump all in with you, you're doing all right. So, yeah. you know, here's, here's hoping. But yeah, last weekend was, was really good. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy. Cool. Congrats. Thanks. I'm a best-selling author. I am proud of you. Thank you. How about you, John? How was your week? You, you should know better than to ask me that. <laughs> that's why he asked. That's why he asked me first. <laughs> I, well, we'll, we'll just, we'll, we'll put it this way. I spent the weekend at a wake for my friend who committed suicide and you should reach out to all your friends, make sure they're okay. And, you know, just be aware that sometimes people won't come to you or won't speak up when they're in trouble. And sometimes you have to go to them. So that's it. Yeah. I I brought it down, Dave. So you're going to have to pick it back up again. How, How many, how many bottles of whiskey did you go through this weekend? One, one $100 bottle of Booker's bourbon. That, that's a lot that's, of money. That's, that's, yeah, I guess. I, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you're I, not a drinker, JD. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, that's, that's not even, that's not mid shelf. No, I'm cheap as far as bourbon cheap, concerned. Cheapest book. So. <laughs> uh, me, what have I been up to? Well, I, I, actually just finished today watching all of star wars visions so that we can talk about it i got some thoughts on that definitely as do Uh, i i have been spending good good thing we have a podcast i have been spending (laughs) a lot of time getting ready for sorry (laughs) i'm talking over i spent a lot of time getting ready for some little convention that's coming up this week so 
those who follow us on social media, if it's still up, if it's while, a thing by the end of the week, while I'm no. in New York, make sure you are. So I'm just going to say this, like I say it every year, make sure you're following us on Instagram at superhero speak. There will be tons of cosplay photos going up on there. As long um, as yeah, as long as Instagram still works. As long as Instagram still works, and then this year I'm going to actually try to post a little blog on the website every night. I want to get back to the hotel room, just something short with a few pictures in it about my experiences of the day, something that I haven't done before, but I've always wanted to do. <laughs> but but I don't norm- I'm normally tired by the time I get to the hotel, but I'm really going to push myself to do it this year. I won't have John distracting me, so. I was going to say something, but I'm like, that would be mean. <laughs> and then, yeah, so make sure you're following us at SuperHeroSpeak.com. And uh, yeah, it should be, should be good. should be interesting. Other than that, I've got nothing going on in my life. I, I didn't want to do this on air, but John, did you get my text earlier? Oh, yeah. I was I was taking a nap because I didn't get much sleep this weekend. So I'll do, I'll do this as we're off. Okay. All right. So, all right. Yeah. And the other thing... And JD can turn off his brain for a second. John, are you caught up on what if? Yeah. Are you kidding me? You you start to hear stuff and you're like, I can't miss that. And uh, there's a lot of implications for that. And it's going to be, I think the next episode is going to be epic. I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a little upset by the episode. Oh my God. Is there anything you can't just enjoy? (laughs) I can enjoy lots of things. No, no. It's two things about that. Um, I'm sorry. I'll return for one second. Did John just ask that question? <laughs> I'll, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll see myself. <laughs> I w- I, I, um, well played. Okay. Okay. So that's no, fair. <laughs> two, two, just two little, two, I, no, I can't say two little things. The things that bother me about the episode, number one, they keep nerfing Thanos. I'm sorry. Like, he stepped out and was killed in one shot. And I'm like, really? Well, yeah, but you're talking about- He had about- four of the Infinity Stones at that point. Right, but- um, Against the against the Mind Stone. It's like, ah. But but it, it again, this, I, and this is kind of a trope in, in a lot of these Marvel movies where, you know, if you're in a real battle with somebody, you don't hesitate. You make, you take the first shot, you take it immediately. And that's what Vision did, or but that's what, you know, Ultron Vision did because he's a supercomputer. He's thinking in femtoseconds, and basically, you know, he so and he's already mastered the the Mind Stone. He's mastered it, so it it would only take him a, a you know a few nanoseconds at the most to decide this guy's a threat. Take him out before Thanos could even think to activate one of the other stones. No, I, I agree. I agree with the sentiment, but again, it just felt like. They keep nerfing him. But then the other thing is, and and JD's, you know, not here, but he might agree with this. I kind of feel like it violates, in my opinion, the spirit of what if. Like the Watcher, early days of the comics, the Watcher wasn't really a character. He just kind of was the narrator for the story. Except when he's handing somebody the ultimate nullifier for something. I mean, you know. Let, let's get let's let's be let's let's be honest like he's the lady in the lake of the marvel universe basically okay. if, if something so, really bad goes down he's always there to say you know what maybe you could do this and you know and that's the character of i'll come back into this that's, that's the character of the watu is he's the hmm. worst of the watchers 
Like he can't help but not butt in. To he's just things. not good at his job. No, he sucks at it, which is why he's stuck watching the six one six because he keeps sticking his nose into things. Like handing Reed Richards the ultimate uh, Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, right. I'll see but, myself out. But the other thing is, the other thing is, <laughs> the only time I and I can't, the only time I can remember him violating his oath is in Marvel continuity in six one six, not in the What If books. In the What If books, he still was always just the narrator. Yeah, but this is this is the MCU. They're gonna go big, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I we'll we'll see where it's going. But this whole like this whole idea of like involving him now, and then he has to get Doctor Strange to help. And well, not just Doctor Strange. (laughs) I mean, we're looking at the multiversal Avengers now, or something, right? We're probably gonna get Captain Carter involved because she's she's right now. She's between universes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what's gonna angled one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where they're headed with this. Is they're going to create a, a, a multiverse Avengers that which, might spill over into the live action movies. We'll see. Which gives some credence to that rumor that's on Reddit right now about multiverse of madness. But you know, because some some of that is you know, well, so, I, some of some of that looks like this is where what if is going. You know, like they they're all, introducing all, some things that could all, go that way. All I know is things are getting weird. Well, and it's I what if. Don't, <laughs> and I don't know. Well, yes, but we have an article that spills the weirdness over into the MCU from a movie that came out this past weekend and the rumors that you saw on Reddit. And I don't know how the normies are going to take it. That's my big issue. So, well, it's going to be big, grand. There's going to be a huge battle. So, normies, you know, I mean, like, there's a reason why Michael Bay is so popular. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, I think, I honestly think you're right. What the the finale of the season is going to be the the multiverse Avengers, and then we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah, it's going to be really neat. And uh, is that it, version of Doctor Strange the most powerful being in the multiverse? I don't, I don't know. But see, my only thing is. And you can check me on this, right? Historically, the, the Infinity Stones only work in the universe from which those Infinity Stones Yes, came from. that's the other problem with this, is that that's why it, they don't work in the, the Time Bureau. Right, and they shouldn't work in that mirror universe place where Uatu was. But, I, but somebody else pointed out to me that he, he hasn't used any of the actual powers of the discrete stones themselves right he's only used energy blasts right now so maybe that's limitation. yeah i don't know know. you have to imagine that i don't know you have to imagine that the stones are what's giving him the ability to see the multiverse so i don't know yeah you'd think like once he walked out of the out of his universe into something else he'd be trapped because they're powered down right yeah so that's 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 the only thing i've got like there's 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 gonna be and i I, they violated it, it, their own rules, so we have to see how they're going to explain it. Right, uh, because they, they, it's not like they didn't, they don't know that they violated that rule. They've, I mean, that's somebody there. They've been ex- on top of of these. Every things. every nerd who's watching this is yelling that at their screen. Wait a minute, right. the stones only work in the universe they're from. Yeah, look at the Time Bureau. They're they're being used as paperweights, right? Exactly. Come yeah. Exactly. So. Got to be careful. Otherwise, the time bureau would be armed with with time I stones, mean, right? It's a it's a it's a fun concept when you're watching a cartoon, but when the implications is that this is going to spill into the MCU somehow, we'll see. All right, I think we've I think we beat that enough, and JD can come back now. Right, he there come, he is. He may come out of the box, JD. <laughs> Were you listening the whole time? Half, half, mm. half, Did, half, half or half, half. Uh, 
Yeah, Hefner's been gone for a while. All right. Hef. <laughs> so since we're done with that madness, let's move on to another kind of madness. The band from the 80s? Our house in the middle of a street. Okay, Our never house. take up singing, man. Writing is such a good career for you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have many talents. It's um, definitely not one of them. <laughs> Social media madness. I only have one story to discuss because it kind of ties into something else we're going to talk about coming up in the news. And of course, that was we talked about the ongoing copyright war with Marvel and the families of the creators. And we got a couple of strong worded opinions. In response, Dom De Niro said, Marvel pay up you greedy C word. Just saying it's the right thing to do. But who the F ever ever does that do the who, who the f ever does that do the right thing <laughs> yeah he had so many extra periods in this tweet he should have spread some around a little bit to make his <laughs> thought a little cleaner i mean i don't disagree in the theory yes but um, the, the execution needs work my friend the ex- <laughs> and upgrade d said i think disney can go f itself they have historically greedy they they have historically greedy they have they been are. historically greedy, I think is what he means, yeah. and do the most shady stuff with copyrights. I'm cleaning this up. Again, again, America's copyright system is completely built on Mickey Mouse. They yeah, should right? have nothing to do with any copyright in existence. But yeah, again, exactly. It's all about the mouse. He ain't lying. So, yeah. yeah it's funny, for the amount of money we all spend on Disney, nobody likes Disney. I was going to say the company, right? The creators yeah. are awesome. The ones that get paid. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's just, it's horrible. It is an interesting, it is an interesting conundrum. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like not liking slave labor and everyone having an iPhone, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, that's true. That's true. I didn't know where you were going with that. And you, you made a great point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like multinational conglomerates suck and, you know, they kind of control everything and they, they got your money and they're like, well, what are you going to do? We're going to treat everybody like shit. So until until people storm the streets of downtown Disney, I don't know what's going to change. <laughs> well, see, but, but that's protest at Disney. <laughs> but that, that's the thing, right? There's a difference between, like, say, somebody who owns, like, like Clear Channel, which owns all of the news outlets in most of the country. Clear and, Channel or Sinclair, and, one or the other. Right. Or an entertainment, right? So, like, you can get mad at Disney. It, the, the only problem we've got with Disney is they're not paying people what they what they owe, but they're not really contributing to social degradation they're still putting out good entertainment if they weren't doing that then they might be in trouble but the but like it's kind of how, how, do, how do you break them up because it's it's entertainment it's not they're like, not going to break up disney right they it's, should the but they're not going to yeah there might, but, there might be uh, some argument for social degradation at disney well you know I, I don't know <laughs> i mean they 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 buried they buried uncle remus so i don't know they did yeah rabbit that's true you know my child will never see song of the south no great loss yeah but but the thing is like you know again it's an entertainment place so like trying to get a consensus that they need to be broken up is gonna be hard because they're just they're just putting entertainment they're not doing something like facebook who you know who basically controls there's there's layers of evil and disney's been at this a long time and so they really are the lesser of nine evils Right. Whereas Facebook is still pretty new at this and have just embraced full evil. Right. Google too. Google too. Google, they Google they took out evil. their don't be evil clause in their in, in their you, um what is it? Their, their platform 
when they first incorporated. And uh, there could so. be an argument made that just Disney's been around long enough to hide their evil. It's possible. There's this book that uh, we were, that I read probably ooh, 10 years ago, and it was, I forgot the title of it, but it was all the effed up shit. That, yeah, I did. I covered one swear and said the other. All the screwed up <laughs> stuff that Disney has done, like park-wise over the years, like gluing sailor hats to ducks or stapling things to other animals or like they did this thing i read this was kind of funny but sick they let all these moths out for a celebration and they all caught on fire at the same time so you had this like blaze of moths and they were all like oh did, shit like did john, did john like that. do that did john woo do that john woo would do that with doves so, <laughs> i know so, well yeah but moths on fire dogs on fire uh, <laughs> one of the most famous wives tales or or you know old wives tales that you hear is that you know lemmings will follow each other off a cliff into the ocean mm -hmm. that's from a disney documentary that they actually like forced the lemmings off the cliff oh i didn't know that that's yeah that's, that's more reprehensible. yes exactly so so when some yeah the wonderful world of disney so <laughs> let's not I mean, uh, nature documentaries from the 60s are nothing but Let's watch these animals slaughter each other for our entertainment. And manipulating yes. them to do that. Yes. You know? Vile. So vile. Yeah. Yeah. I take back what I said. They're Nixon. They've just they they've been around a long time. So they know how to be evil and what they can get away with. Exactly. Facebook exactly. is like full on who can we kill today? <laughs> pretty much. Pretty Zuck much. Zuckerberg has no soul. He looks no. like he may have devoured several. I mean, I mean, yeah. Look on. at the guy. He does not look human. He is an, he is an automaton. I think sometimes he's carrying around that one ring. He, he is like Lex Luthor. If Lex Luthor had no personality. <laughs> hmm. I, I can see that. Yeah. Which is why casting Eisenberg wasn't a bad idea. And again, like most of the Snyder stuff, the execution is off. <laughs> off by 180 degrees basically. in the grand scheme of things the eisenberg luthor is far down the list of things wrong with the snyderverse no this is true but it's still wrong you know yes. much like stapling ducks uh sailor hats to ducks foreheads morally reprehensible maybe yeah, not the I worst think, thing we've done i think jar of pee on the desk ranks higher yeah luthor is more creative than that i've never got that he made them all drink pee it's like really this is Lex freaking Luthor, and now best he can come up with some jackass humor. You know? <laughs> uh, and I've, I've thought about this. As much as I dislike Man of Steel, Superman versus Batman is still the worst thing that's ever been made. Yes. Well, if, if, you, if you look at the honest trailers for that, they have a thing where they halfway through, they're like, wait, I, I don't know what's going on anymore. And they start going through what his plan is, and it makes no freaking sense at all. No. Like, they go, step one, do this, step two, step three. P, a jar of pee step four it's like you know it's like there's no and then there's no rhyme or reason to it and like one of the one of these like weird little things that bothers me is the jolly ranchers like i <laughs> thought they were going to make that a thing like a oh just I, a I, weird I, character tick you gave them for some reason but it's only they, in they the one scene they were channeling Shyamalan. you know if you give if you give somebody a quirk that makes the personality worth 
Film. I, I, I get that, but the quirk, but the quirk <laughs> yeah. was only in one scene. Like I wanted to see him eating Jolly Rancher in every yeah, scene he in was the in. Happening, the, in the happening, the, they had that guy with, talking about hot dogs. And have like I mean, it's just have like, have them find a Jolly Rancher at the the Capitol building after it blew up a Jolly Rancher wrapper. You know, the problem like, is then Eisenberg would have to act with a Jolly Rancher in his mouth for the whole movie, and his teeth would hurt after a while from all that sugar. So you know, you can't well, you can't commit to that. Well, you can't gnaw on the scenery while you're eating a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> That's also true. You'll choke. <laughs> Especially when you're going ding, 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 ding at the end. Yeah. All right. I think on that note, if you want to follow us on social media, and you should be, especially Instagram, for those pictures, here's our good friend D-Square to tell you how you can get more superhero speak. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at SuperheroSpeak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. All right. Thanks for that, Don. Don't forget to check out the Omega Level Nerds podcast, available on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available. On that note, we'll take our first commercial break, and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We got a little bit of news to talk about this week. So JD was right. Oh, Damn it. My favorite sentence in the English language. But I don't, I, I hate it that he's right this time. Okay. I, guarantee, I guarantee this was a more lawyer suggestion than anything else. it was. Because it's a guaranteed payday at that point. But well, uh, it, this also goes back to what you said. They're too powerful. Like there almost was no chance that they would get Disney to settle a lawsuit and admit pro that they were at fault. You don't, that's the thing about selling lawsuits. You don't have to admit anything, right? Yeah. She didn't want to take them to real court and they didn't want to go to real court because they were going to lose, but they could bleed as much money out of her as possible, but they'd have to spend a lot in the same process. It's, right. And no one wants to do that. And, and so, she's not, she's pretty flush with cash already. So, it's you know, the, they, they, it's, it's, always it's have a calculation, more. right? The always issue isn't, more. right. Yeah. The issue isn't, Again, the issue isn't about the money. It's about they violated a contract and getting them to admit to it. Dave, it's and... all about the money. Yeah, but I'm, I, I'm, you know, there was a, I forget what the the issue was. There was a thing on about YouTube. It was about uh, fair use on YouTube, and there was a couple of channels that stood up and took some of the big, you know, recording studios to court. And they went all the way through it in order to set a precedent so right. that more Thank YouTubers you. wouldn't get taken to court. And I, I wish Scarlett Johansson had taken a stand and said, no. Be, it couldn't be Scarlett. She's not, it's just one actor. It would have to be the union. 
It's the only mm-hmm. way you can make that work. The only way you can do it is if SAG and Gabriel Cortese is still the president, right? Yeah. 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 We, we talked if, about see, that. See, yeah. that Asner was still the president of SAG, this might have gone to court, right? Because that dude didn't F around. Like, oh, it hadn't. Yeah. Yeah. When he was in charge of things, he was a hardcore progressive, you know, you know, badass. Bad Asner, good man. Rest in peace. But this, this was, I said it from day one. This is about getting a settlement. She said, oh, we want to go to court. That's a ploy. It's a ploy. Worked worked okay i bet i bet she got a nice eight figure payday off of disney oh probably well she got something else we'll get to in a second but i also want to point out like again people who talk about her just wanting money again i do think a big part of this is the law lawyers i have two examples from my own life that that i makes me believe this the first one being of course we all know that i worked at a company that blew up literally um, blew up. literally yes. blew up they fired us all less than a week after the accident mm. no severance no nothing and that's against labor laws you have to give 90-day notice instead in pennsylvania they claimed extenuating circumstances there is nothing in the law about extenuating circumstances the law is pretty straight cut and dry they violated it so all of us got together and did a class action lawsuit we got one of the apparently one of the top law firms to do it and after about three months of them trying to take them to court, they went, ah, eh, they want to settle. Of course they want to settle. And but they took, I can't remember, it's like 30% of the settlement right off the top. And it's just like, seriously? Well, they got to <laughs> get their money. The legal yeah. system in America is in trouble. Like, there's a lot of I mean, things wrong with it that but it's des- It's designed this way, though. Like, people... Like I said last week, and I'll stand by this, people don't sue people to go to court. People sue people to get settlements right but that's only in america like most yes. of the other most of the other countries they don't do that they don't even think that's of it. the american system that's but that's why we're so sue happy in this country yeah well and that's the other thing settlement that's the other thing something i've never talked about before but of course we all know that my wife passed away two years ago and there's after talking to some people I, there was a possibility that maybe there was a, a little bit of malpractice at, at the at the hospital and or negligence i'm sorry negligence is 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 a better term i contacted a a law firm they looked into the case it's i won't say the law firm but again it's one of the top law firms in this region it was a doctor lawyer one of the few doctor lawyers in the country that that does this kind of stuff he looked at my case took a month he went through all the paperwork there was like a big thing to get all the paperwork and whatnot yeah discovery Uh, he comes back to me and he goes yeah, we're not going to take the case. I'm like, why? He's like, well, though I do feel there's negligence here, there's no guaranteed way to prove it. So it's too risky for us. So, so we might not win. So we're not going to take the case. Okay, I want to hear you. I don't want to go ahead. So, so you know, and they said, and I can't remember, you get so long before you, you can, before I can't remember what the term is. Statue limitations. Yeah, statue limitations. You know, and I just, I kind of like, I figured all the other law firms were going to say the same thing to me. So I kind of just stopped it. So, hmm. but, but yeah. I'm going to, I think I know how you feel. So I'm going to try to throw a quick devil's advocate at you. Is it worth spending all that money to lose on your end? Because you are the one that has to pay the legal fees. Yes, because it was about, it was because I, I felt there was enough evidence and it's about, so essentially, Having worked in the medical industry, I know that that goes on the record. Mm-hmm. So even if even if nothing happened other than that, 
I would have been happy because then it's like, okay, maybe this will warn people, you know, going forward to be leery of this doctor and, and the nurses that were taking care of. I get that. I think that's, I think that's fair. I mean, like, I got to be honest. I think that if, if they thought there was a good chance, they would have taken it. Right. Cause there's nothing those places love more than to bleed people with well, money dry. It's one right? of, no, it's one of the, it's one of the top law firms. And mm-hmm. I basically got the feeling that it's, they're one of the top law firms because they don't take anything that could be risky. For yeah, them I, and, and I get, and I get that because you can't be one of the tops if you lose. Right. Right. And if they didn't think they were going to win and again, you're on the hook if they lose. Right. So I do think I do kind of from the devil's advocate, I get where you're coming from, from a devil's advocate perspective, it's, it would suck to have tens of thousands of dollars in legal bills and not be able to at least have the victory, you know? But again, it, it, it just goes back to like, what's wrong with our legal system? It's, it's all motivated by lawyers who want money. It is. And it's not just lawyers who want money. It's, it's clients who want money and people, I mean, that's unfortunately we've established this, uber capitalist utopia <laughs> that revolves around the dollar and that's really all people care about yeah they were this we all knew we said the time they clearly clearly broke her contract and i said it then she's going to get a settlement she's talking but she's going to get a settlement she got a settlement that's all she cares about she didn't want to she did not want to blackball herself she make a calculated gamble and she won because if they had gone to trial they would have lost she would have spent a fortune. Disney would have lost a lot, would have wasted a lot of time, effort, and energy. Settle was the only settle was the only realistic ending. Well, and, and settle and settlement is acceptable in the so in those social circles because yes. it happens a lot. Whereas if she had pushed it, they 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 would have they would have done a lot of and, assassination. And there's her clearly and an NDA. Yes, and there's clearly an NDA involved. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. and, we're and, without that, we're not going to know anything about it. And of course, they had cut all ties with her. Well, uh, after the lawsuit was announced, and now they paused all ties with her. Now she's working with Disney again, back on her uh, Tower of Terror project and all that fun stuff. And well, it's like, let's before we go into that, let's see, <laughs> let's see if that's real, because a lot of projects stay in gestation, you know, quote unquote, development hell for a oh, long yeah, yeah, time yeah. without earning. Is Disney really going to be motivated to move forward on this project? Mm. I'm going to double down on this one. You will never see the Scarlett Johansson Tower of Terror movie, which, the, by the way, is a victory for mankind. The, 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 <laughs> the, the, the mouse holds a grudge. Yes. The, the mouse holds a very big grudge. Well, where, nobody knows know. where Oswald the rabbit is buried. Case in point. Yeah, I will. I will say this. Yeah. I will say this though, she, she is a fan favorite character, so there is a chance. Yeah, but she's if, dead. If there's a, if there's ever a chance of bringing her back, you know, I think they will. Yeah, it's over. Now it's but now they can walk away with their heads held high. She'll also get a nice little developmental contract for the Tower of Terror, and then they'll very quietly never do business again. I wonder if SAG after had a had a hey. discussion with them on the back channels about guarantee you know, it. Guarantee it. I guarantee it. When, when, com- when it comes to stuff like that, I, I would I I would say never say never. Just because- no, never say never. Never say never. People want to do business. I don't. It, it, Ten years ago, maybe maybe Guardians I, of the Galaxy three. Guardians of the Galaxy three is it's a happening thing, but that's yeah. different. But that's different. I don't right? know. Like, I think it was jealousy. James Gunn was doing well. They wanted they wanted their their gunny back. 
Well, that was going to make oh, that's yeah. because they could make a billion dollars off. Yeah, of it. they're not going to make another billion off of Scarlett, Scarlett. Johansson. The, yeah, because we're not because here's the thing too is this is in the 1980s. The actors aren't the driving force of film anymore, right? For the yeah. longest time, people went to movies to see stars. Right. And movie stars don't True. have the don't have nearly the value they used to. There's much more value in creators, which is, you know, I think is great, but there's much more value in creators than there has been than there is in stars. Stars come and go, but guys who can consistently make box office are hard to come by. And Gunn has proven that he can consistently churn out successful movies. And there's not a lot of people in Hollywood that can say that. That that said, True. I'd like to see you know, Scarlett Johansson come back. I mean, not um, me. I think I'm good. Eh. Well, you're gay, so. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. If I was, no problem. But I'm not. I'm I'm a cisgender white man. Um, happy married, got a kid. But there's nothing wrong with that. No, I think that Star like her story has been told, and quite frankly, I think that the next one seems more interesting. The next Black Widow. Yeah, she's more manic that's for sure she's more interesting and she's a better actress <gasps> oh. bite your tongue can she play a tree no will you I, drop sure. that watch please. this just drop that i'm a tree I mean, like it's i mean it's i don't think that scarlett johansson has proven to be a transformative star in the way that a robert downey jr has right mm-hmm. like there was a time where she moved a lot of tickets but she's got a lot of l's under her belt a couple Ghost in the Shell spent a lot of money on that movie. Not was, that was a complete. It. That was a complete L, though. I mean, it, it's it's a complete L. It's a bad idea from the get go. Well, but yeah, but it's hers, right? It, we, yeah, but Hollywood we, holds Hollywood holds on to that stuff, man. She's not the one who got she. She's not the one who pushed into that though. Yeah, that, that was that was the studio that she's that attached to it. Place. But she's yeah, attached to it. That's how that stuff goes. If you lose a lot. You get you get that marriage story got a lot of critical success. Where did it go? Netflix. Hmm. Lucy right? was good though. I mean, like all I'm saying, Lucy was good. All I'm saying is that like <clears throat> she is not, and I said this before. She is. If Robert Downey Jr. was back, this was him. One it never would have happened. Two, it would have been a lot different, right? It would have been a lot different. Sure. Like. She's. I'm gonna. They'll do stuff. I'm sure. But it's not like I don't think I. This Tower of Terror movie is never gonna happen. I'm saying it right now. It's never gonna happen. She'll get a nice little developmental movie, a little developmental check from that before Disney ices it and moves on to a different direction. All right. Now I need to save this clip. Save it. I'm gonna hold my phone aside. And if 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 the if if a preview comes out, we're gonna play this. Play it. And I'll say <laughs> I'm wrong. I'm mad enough to say when I'm wrong. I'm just saying it like the vibe I'm getting off this whole thing right now. Is that there's there's bad blood here, and they're gonna say they're they're pleasantries, but in reality, they just had to cut her a giant check they didn't want to do. Yeah, you don't reward those people, right? Even if you save face. But it, it might not have just been her her lawsuit too. It might have been SAG also on the back I'm channel sure, saying I'm, you better I'm, you have to do something about this, or we may have to get. Involved. I'm sure, John. I'm sure 100 that SAG threw their weight around, and because when SAG came out, all of a sudden. When SAG said something, that's when the law. That's when things got serious yeah. on Disney. Right, because right. like with copyright, if you don't defend, like if you if they didn't come out and or on the back channel say something about, hey, you know, that's a contract, you can't be breaking them. If they don't defend the first one, there'll be a second and a third and a fourth, right. and you know, no, they I agree. They, they aren't going to cross SAG, right? SAG is the most powerful union in Hollywood, one of the most powerful unions in the country, to be mm. honest with you. Like if SAG, and they might have, SAG might have said, we're going to, SAG kind of did through back channels. 
I'm sure that they were behind. I'm sure they were behind everything. But again, shit rolls downhill. Like you can't sag in at the bottom of that hill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Like Scarlet's at the bottom of that hill. I'm sure they'll do something, but she ain't coming back for any Marvel movies because she's already dead. And this territory movie is never going to happen. And I will be very surprised to see her in a future Disney project. You're listening to Legal Beagle Spiegel. Episode title. <laughs> Episode title. Legal Beagle Spiegel. Okay. <laughs> now you need a picture of Snoopy. So you have the Legal Be- Sneakle Beagle. Oh, perfect. Beagle. I'm sure there's a legal version. I'm of sure there's a, a yeah, with like a briefcase and a. And yes, a I guarantee suit. there's a Snoopy. I guarantee it. All right. Um, you know what else gets people to the theaters nowadays? Not these much. crazy. These yeah. well, in general, in theory, these crazy crossover movies. You know, the crossover stories. You know, these big sweeping universes and and well, dark universe. You know, well, when they're good, it's true. Oh, 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 all right. You got to make that. You know, Are you trying to tell it? me Dracula Untold wasn't good? Because I will tell you that Dracula Untold was not good. <laughs> I, I was going to say, what what movie? I haven't seen it. Um, Nobody but, else did. That's why the first yeah. Dark Universe with Kaputsky. <laughs> but even the Spider-Verse, the Sony Spider-Verse, sometimes no, wants to cross over into there, the there is Marvel. No, there is no Spider-Verse. There is only the MCU. They, yeah. So... Yeah. So, so, okay. So let's hmm. not, let's not bury the lead here. Apparently, of course, Venom came out this weekend. Let there be carnage. Let it be known. None of us have seen it. We have not seen it. Nope. But of course, everyone is talking about the post credit scene in this movie. For those who haven't seen it, spoilers. If you don't care, well, then here we go. Apparently at the end of the movie, Venom is lying in, well, Eddie's lying in bed talking to Venom. I, what they're talking about really isn't important. All of a sudden, the sky outside changes. It's night changes to day. Things in the room that he's in changes around a little bit. He's like in a, an apartment or a hotel room or something. And the TV is on now, and it's a news report. And the news report is the end of Far From Home, where the Daily Bugle came Jonah, out. Well, J. Jonah James and... Because he, he it's not the Daily Bugle, right? He's he's basically a talking head, like. You know. Well, it is the Daily Bugle. It's a daily. It's it's just it's a it's uh, a YouTube J- channel in this in yeah. in the MCU as opposed to uh, a, newspaper, a newspaper because yes. print is dead. Yeah. Uh, even though in the Venomverse it is a newspaper. Not anymore. Yes. Hmm. Um. And uh, of course, he turns into Venom while he's watching the news article, a uh, news story, makes some kind of comment about Spider-Man and licks the screen. And then the person whose room it is walks out, asks what's going on, and he had changed back to Eddie, and that's that was the end of the scene. So he just magically transported into the six months. Well, not I can't remember what they call this universe. The MCU. No, but that it has a number. It does have a number. <laughs> but it's too confusing. Magically transported into this universe. Yeah, by the I power of the know. producers. I don't a by the power of Feige. I don't know yeah, how they're going to explain yeah. it. B, what the hell, Dave? I could tell you how they're going to explain it. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Does that make Feige the one above all? Yes. <laughs> so what do we think of this? Like, do we want this, this version of Venom in the MCU? This is the only way I will ever go see this Venom movies. And now that it is connected, I will watch the Venom movie, the first one, and I will make time to see this one. Yep. Because if you play Tom Hardy and Tom Holland, ooh, Tom's, off each other, 
I'm willing to invest myself. You know what this means, right? Morbius. Is Morbius, Morbius also met with Adrian Toomes, according to uh-huh. the same article that Dave sent. So we are firmly established that Sony has given up and they want and they like money too much. Sony gave up in 2016 (laughs) when they gave Spider-Man to them. It's only a matter of time before the rest of it. All they want is their goddamn Sinister Six movie. Yeah, I know, right? They've been working trying to get that for for over a decade. They want this damn Sinister (laughs) Six movie. There's no way it can be good, but god damn it, are they trying? (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Feige will make it good. Feige will make it good. That's the only way it can be good. And Feige, we trust. Yep. So, I mean, I don't think he's going to be in the movie, but he could be in a post-credit scene. Do you think in Venom is going to show up in uh, No Way Mul- Home? In Multiverse of Madness, and No Way, hey, yeah, No Way Home is going to be tripping through the the. Now, keep in mind, too, keep so. in mind, they were filming No Way Home and Let There Be Carnage basically at the same time. So, yep. so is it possible we have a cameo from Tom Hardy? Yes. Will Venom be in the movie? Maybe because we're still getting all these Sinister Sixes and we're short on dudes. Mm-hmm. So could they shoehorn Venom into the Sinister Six? Sounds like a Sony move to me. Maybe, <sighs> maybe. Uh, does, that can't... Make, does that make six though? So Venom and Vulture and uh, Doc, Electro Octopus, and Doc Electro. Oc, that's four. Green Goblin is five. Green Goblin. Well, which green? Oh, they have right. Green right. They haven't told us. Here's yeah. hoping it's Willem Dafoe and not. Oh no, it's gonna be Willem Dafoe. James James Franco's been canceled. Yeah. So the first Goblin. That's all we got. So, so we, we need have... we need one more. Oh, Rhino. Mysterio. Rhino. Rhino or, or Mysterio. Could yeah. be Mysterio still alive. Do, do we forget? Trickiness. Do we forget who else they introduced in? Yes. Homecoming. Who? What am Scorpion I and Shocker. Oh yeah, yeah who, but... cares? who cares about them? They were just they were just could, mooks. Could they be in the movie? Sure, fine, whatever. We're yeah. looking for the heavy hitters here. Right. Uh, could they work Venom into that? Yes. Will they for an extended period? Probably not, but maybe. Then who knows? Yeah. They wouldn't do the, the Shocker and Electro at the same time anyway. It's like No, because the power, even though the powers are not the same, they're similar enough where people think they're the same. Yeah, yeah. true. The Shocker sends like, sends like shock waves, but they're always drawn like they were electric shocks because his name is Shocker. Mm-hmm. Right, but it's not. It's it's a shockwave, yeah. like a shockwave from an explosion. Right. They should have named him Shockwave, like the Transformer, instead of Shocker, like the Wes Craven film about a guy who has electricity hands. <laughs> it would have been better than the shockwave that they had in in the Transformers universe. So. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not <laughs> go down that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yep. my God! Speaking of Michael Bay, I was flipping around and saw the end of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie that he did, it's and I'm like, ass. Thank God I never actually saw this movie. <laughs> so it occurred, we, last week's reboot talk, I actually had that as my worst reboot ever. And when I was put on the spot, I went with the Nightmare one. And then at the end, I'm like, man, I was going to go with Turtles. So I wanted to get that as my honorable mention. But that is, in fact, the worst reboot of all time. <sighs> it's ass. All right. So so anyway, back to back to Venom. And his big old butt. Yeah, I don't. I, 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 wow. So... This also kind of, we have to see where this goes because this kind of throws a wrench into what a lot of people were theorizing with where this was going. There's no real wrench. I mean, it's not throwing a wrench. It's just ruining fan theories, which is kind of what happens (laughs) mostly on this show. But I mean, like pretty much across nerddom. Right, right. But they basically were saying, oh, this will be the last appearance of Spider-Man in the MCU. And then he's just going to be in the Sony-verse going forward. 
Maybe. But it's Maybe like, it, but it feels like, no, they're sucking the Sony-verse into the MCU. And that's just fan theory. Like, there's never been an official word, because I know Sony doesn't want to be out of it. They like that Feige stuff. As long as Marvel is making the monies, yeah, they, want exactly. in, they want in on those monies. So, by the way, we talked about, you know, we're speaking of fan theories going by the wayside. This is the way, this is the Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man number 73. You know how we kept trying to think of when is Mephisto going to show up, right? When's mm. Mephisto? When's Mephisto? The answer is Mephisto is here. Oh. It took 14 years, but they finally settled up one more day. Wait, what? What yeah, happened? They finally, I don't know. I don't know. It's out now, but I don't have the issue because I subscribe and they mail me the book, so I'm one behind. But yeah, they're Mephisto. apparently... Apparently, Norman Osborn sold Harry, made a deal with Mephisto, and his collateral was giving the life of his young, of his of his son Harry. So all the bad stuff that's happened to Norman and Harry is basically because of Mephisto. And Mephisto, from what I gather, I haven't read the final issue yet. Mephisto, they finally explain why Mephisto wanted the marriage. Hmm. Because there is only because this is this, this is good. I got the spoiler on this. Be the reason Mephisto wanted the marriage is because there's only one superhero who could defeat him. Spider-Man? Spider-Girl. Mayday Parker. Ah. Interesting. So they rate, so he made the deal to make sure she's never born. Which, you know what? That's all you needed is give us a freaking reason. 14 years for a freaking reason. Thank you. Doesn't make the story any better, but at least it makes it make a little more sense. I want your marriage. Why? Because I like pain. That's not, that's not, <laughs> that's not you. 14 years. You know, I'm not a big Nick Spencer fan, but thank you very much, Mr. Spencer, for at least... Giving me this. Now bring on Ben Riley. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's what's happening. This is the setup for it. Oh boy. Yeah. Spider Man. It's a very complicated series. It's a very complicated hero. It is all right. And that way since the mid seventies, man. I know. Speaking I of know. things that need a reboot. All right. So they did. They did reboot Spider Man, and it was really good. And then six years later, he got super complicated. Yeah. Because he just Spider Man's a complicated villain, man. Nobody understands him but his woman. That's a shit. That's a shit. Oh, nobody understands him but his villain. Chef. That's a chef joke. Gotcha. Mm. They're not all. They're not, they don't all land home. Sometimes you gotta throw out some bad ones. You gotta workshop them a little bit more. <laughs> so. Uh, all right. All right. Finally. S- slow week this week. It's yeah. a slow week. So. I'm not gonna list. I'm not gonna read this list. No, we don't need to. Too- There's a lot. We'll just leave it at as a lot. So we all remember the first DC fandom. There was a lot that happened at that, and a lot of panels and a lot of celebrities. Fandom. Yeah, what did I say? Fandom. Fandom. Yes. Oh, sorry. Fandom. You pronounce, you, you pronounce it like a normal person. They have come out with the list of celebrities guests for this year's DC fandom, and it's twice as long as as the the previous one. Um, think of somebody. Just think of any random human being in there in your head. They're on this list. But there's even people I was shocked, like Todd McFarlane. I was thinking the same thing. Why the hell is Todd McFarlane coming? He is. Oh, I know why. McFarlane Toys just just released a Batman Year uh, Two figure. That's, that's why. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. It is pretty yeah. neat looking. He did draw a really good Batman. I mean, Kaylee Coco is going to be there. She, yeah. She's uh, Harley Quinn. Yep. On the DC, I haven't I've never watched. Anybody watch that show? Heard it's good. I I've I've watched the first two or three episodes. I watched it. It's an acquired taste. It's really raunchy. Really, really. That's what I've heard. Like, yeah, it's 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 basically take Teen Titans Go up to the next level, adult level. You know, that's like ten. That's like ten levels because Teen Titans Go is pretty below sophomoric. It's like seventh grade. 
It's pretty bad. Yeah. Of course, James Gunn, J.J. Abrams. John Cena. John Cena. Yeah, of course. I don't see. Hold on. There's someone missing from this list. Who are you looking for? Zack Snyder. <laughs> well, they're. They have Scott Snyder. They have the good Snyder. Um, <laughs> well, that, that whole thing is, as they've told us, that whole thing is pretty much over. I know. Sad. No. <laughs> not really. No, no, not really. I just, I just rewatched they, everything wrong with just came out with a two part, two, a two parter to do the Zack Snyder version of justice league. And yeah, it's, it's just as horrible. I mean, you know, how is here's a good question. How is Ezra Miller still there? Yeah, I know, right? They, I thought he was had some issues. He choked that, a woman. Yeah, but like, he's the Flash. They got the Flash movie. They have to. When you've you got know, Grant Gustin to. right there, yeah, for crying Grant out Gustin loud, is right there. But you, I mean, they've already put the money in it. They're already filming it. Like, yeah, but you don't got to put him on the thing, you know? Yeah, they got to promote it. They do, but not you got. You know who's not on this list, actually? Who? Michael Keaton. Yeah. Oh. But he's probably not interested in doing stuff like this. Yeah, he but doesn't, you could have. Yeah, you but he, does, he doesn't have he doesn't. to do stuff like this. Stuff he does not have to do stuff like that. Dwayne Johnson is on the list. He loves doing stuff like this. Oh, yeah. But you, you could he's have had ham. him. He, oh, my gosh, you see a ham. You don't have, like, if I don't run D.C., if I did, there'd be changes. Um, <laughs> you don't have to put the, the guy who did, in fact, choke another human being female on you know in front of everybody you could just hide him and put out the guy that everybody loves and just say hey michael you know we'll give you x everybody likes x yeah x well the money oh i don't, oh, oh, I don't, oh, I don't, oh. I don't not ecstasy yeah, everyone loves ecstasy though yeah mm. i can't speak to that i do know mm. everybody loves money which is the point i was trying to make yeah it's just weird to me that they would let you know, uh, Ezra Miller here, when there's some pretty credible allegations against him, the fact he didn't get fired is pretty shocking. And the fact that they're trotting him out is even more surprising. True. Yeah. DC doesn't seem to care really about anything, how anything looks at this point. This is true. You know, I notice Amber Heard is not on the list. Um. Oh, there you go. So, I mean, it's, yeah, there's a, well, that's that, that one is every day. There's a, there's a new rumor she's fired she's, she's back she's fired she's back she's got her issues no doubt as does ezra miller it seems strange to me that one gets called out while the other doesn't but you know whatever yeah there's a lot of people on this list man i mean like hey linda carter of course oh yeah wow reggie hudlin is he he must be running something for milestone so like so like this this goes back to the fact that like we're not going to see dc or marvel much anymore at any of the big conventions right because no. they're just they're doing this stuff now and well, if they can get this kind of lineup well, right because they do I, well i don't know if this is like because of covid and everybody is it's easier to get everybody you know on video rather than you know in person but you know if they can get this kind of lineup that's you know they, they wouldn't have this kind of lineup at at a convention they were lucky to get uh, most of the Avengers at the Wizard World of what a, a, a Well, I mean, let's not world. let's not don't don't bring in a turd when you're talking about diamonds. Um, I, I mean, I, they would have they had these kind of lined up. They did have kind of these kind of lined up at San Diego. I mean, that's you know that's well, the, yeah, but is it, you got the big two. You got well, you, San Diego and New York, and what maybe there's C C two or was it, there's there's like one or two more that might be big enough to have gotten this kind of lineup, but you know why. You well, know, when you when, when you can be bring the whole, people there, 
But I mean, like, here's the thing, though. You can make this whole thing about you and your product. You don't have to share the stage with anybody. Right. It's significantly cheaper than flying all these people out and putting them up and having to pay them for their time. Like, it's way. And I don't know if they're going to do it like last year with a bunch of Zooms or if they're going to bring people in and do like more of a, you know, coordinated event. But this is probably better. And it keeps comic book conventions focused on comics, which I don't think is a bad thing. No, not at all for so long it had been more about promoting the ancillary properties than than the actual comics themselves so i don't i don't hate this you know i you know marvel marvel have their own thing or are they just still doing sub d3 i forget the exact name of it i don't know there hasn't been i haven't heard anything in that respect because it's been just so crazy with everything too right like like san diego was technically canceled they're gonna have a smaller show in november you know d23 i don't know if they've had it in the last couple of years and they only have that every other year that's the other thing d23 oh, isn't ev- isn't every year might be in the future though true Very i mean true. i just i just don't understand where why you'd want to pay you know like there's so much money in being involved in other people's events when you can just have your own because eventually when life goes back to normal they could just sell tickets to dc fandom yeah and it's their own event as opposed to working with like comic-con and or wizard does it still exist does wizard world is this little thing uh, technically so uh, like they were doing online during the pandemic meet and greets which i don't know why you would pay for an online meet and greet i really don't Man, people pay 500 bucks for cameos like that's well you what, yeah, stupid that's is what it is it's freaking stupid to get a facetime message from some famous person for thousand for five hundred oh, to a thousand oh when you say cameos you mean that service where you can yeah, get them exactly. to yeah, yeah, yeah. a script or something yeah, you yeah. can have like like the undertaker was doing cameo messages for like a thousand bucks or something stupid like that. Like that's exactly I'll say it again, it's stupid. So I mean, like, but if you know you spend your money how you want. So that's 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 all I'm saying. Anyway, so who does fan expo? Fan expos, yeah. Just bought like the the remaining big conventions they had left. So Chicago, oh, okay. Philadelphia, I can't remember the other ones. So Wizards out then it's just Reed Pop and Fan Expo now. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so is that, that's is that the last vestige of Wizard then? Well, they're they're still going to do Chicago, yeah, no. October fifteenth to seventeenth. That's the last one. Okay, and then so it'll be they, they're, they're they're saying it's their return, but <laughs> no, that because yeah. then it's it's it becomes it turns over to Fan Expo after that. They're still going to do the virtual events, and there was something else I can't remember that they're they're still going to do. It was just like it, it made oh, no, no sense. Yeah. Because they, we'll they don't do the magazines long gone, right? Oh, I can't yeah, remember yeah. the last time I saw Wizard Magazine. I couldn't oh. tell you. They tried to bring it back, and they tried to bring it, like it's an online thing, and that that didn't work. Yeah, the mag- the whole thing about them, all the magazine business is pretty much dead. Yeah, I also don't understand. Like, I'm not gonna pay for an online thing when I can get the information that's in this free online. You know, like that's what well, people don't. Well, no. Here's the thing, though: is there people that do pay that still? If the if there's value in the mess in the information and value in the messaging, people will pay, right? Because I mean, I see this a lot in the wrestling space where people, you know, still pay for the Wrestling Observer. It's ten bucks a month. People pay for like these, you know, if the credible news credible organizations, they will pay in like Patreon to get news first and a lot of other like stuff. It's just like the idea of like a, a legit magazine is kind of True. outdated. You just have to transform your business model. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, people will pay for newspapers online. So I don't. Do you guys? I do. 
You do? What do you have the subscriptions to, John? New York Times and the Washington Post. Okay. Because you got to support, support them. But one of the problems with everything right now is that you know, people don't pay for paper anymore. And, You're right. Uh, all the local, yeah, all but, the local news, all the local news outlets that were the ones that actually found corruption and stuff. They've all gone out of business, and mm-hmm. you know, that's true. They, and that, and that's having a fu- an effect on our on our society. Well, I think a lot of like Substack is trying to like change that by giving individual writers a chance to get their message out. You know, and they yeah. where they can get paid for it. We're in a very transformative period right now. Yeah in yeah. how information is is disseminated and uh you know much like in the day like you know i remember some about world war ii there was like some silly like the city of chicago had like two or three hundred different newspapers every day that were being printed from various publishing outfits so we're not it's not unlike that right now right is you have to just kind of siphon through siphon through like what's real and what's you know caca mm-hmm. it's right. tough right now yeah so Okay. Anyway, DC Ooh. Phantom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be going to be big this year. Hopefully there'll be a lot of interesting announcements. That's the thing. I I don't want it to just be, you know, rehashing everything yeah. we already know. Like We need we need to see new stuff from DC. Exactly. They actually had they actually quietly had a decent year. Yeah. Yeah, so let's hope hope and pray we get some good information out of it. Decent, uh, John. Not great. Decent. Yeah, I was gonna say. Because <laughs> I mean, Wonder Woman wasn't very good, but I mean, it made money. Like uh, Snyderverse for all the kerfuffle, it made money. Suicide Squad was pretty good. The 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 Bird movie, Birds of Prey movie, made some money. You know, what I mean, like it's they're not. All de- they're all dead ends, though. That's the problem. You know. Yeah, maybe kinda. So let's see where they got from here. This is a good opportunity for them to wow us with something new. Hmm, true. Batman is coming. Yeah, I don't, that's, oh, that's I don't right. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, but it's coming. We'll see. All right. I think on that note, we'll take our last commercial break, and we'll be right back with our main topic. Do, 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 do. After these messages, we'll be right back. Boink. <laughs> all right, we're back, boys and girls, and we are here to all all talk about. Star Wars Visions. This was the anthology uh, series that was just released on Disney Plus last week. It was anime's shorts that were created by various anime studios, all of them telling a different story. That's obviously it's an anthology. And none of them directly cut connected to the Skywalkers at all. Though there is one story I feel like could have been a what if for the Skywalkers. Mm-hmm. But we'll get into that. So let's start off overall thoughts on, on the series. John, since you're our anime guy, you can go first. Overall, I think they did a good job. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. there, there, there are points that we'll talk about, but otherwise, you know, I, I, I like it that they're branching out and so anything that makes them or forces them to introduce new characters and like, you know, new genealogies into, into these stories and to, and to, to stretch out, to, to expand the types of stories that they're telling anything that does that is fine by me you know because they're the the star wars universe is way underutilized there is so much more you could do with it so i like that they're branching out like this now cool cool jd it's all right <laughs> no I, I you know i'm not an anime guy 
So yeah. I mean, like some of the some of the stories landed with me better than others. Yeah, I appreciated the effort overall. It was really not for me, but it was fine. Like there's nothing in there I, that I was like, I, I hate this, you know. But I, I was like not blown away either. I, I'm with you. Like part of me was like, man, they could have cut this down to five. But I agree. I started, but then I started thinking, but there might be an episode that I really like that someone else would hate, and there might be an episode I hate that someone else might really like. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's, you know, I get it. You know, nine, what was it? Nine episodes? Yeah. They're, you can pick and choose which ones you like and, and just throw away the stuff you don't like. And and I agree with John. There are some cool new characters were introduced. Will we ever see any of them again? That's the other question I kind of have. Probably um, not. Unless we get a second season of Star Wars Visions be my guess. Yeah. It's um, possible. Maybe. I, I'd say it's possible. Yeah, so like 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 real quick, the, the first episode. Very very different. Yeah, very good. Love the duel. That Ronin character was ex- that that's what he was, a Ronin. Was extremely interesting. Mm-hmm. They never explored a character like that before, but will we ever see him again? If there if there's one character, like maybe not in a movie, but if someone were to write like books or comics or something like that, that is a character that I find so rife with potential he's a sith hunter yeah right yep like i'm gonna that's my favorite one so i'll go into further detail when we tell when we do like ones we loved ones we didn't like but i mean like that one is so cool so cool yeah i I liked i liked it too i I think dave you said something about not liking the animation or something i can see that no 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 that was that was that was uh don did not like the animation of the first don did not so I I liked it and yeah I I liked it. Sorry, Don. It, it was um, highly stylized and I kind of liked that too. It made made it stand out. I think it did. It did. Yeah. And like I, I like the influences on it, but I get where he's coming from. It's not traditional by any stretch of the imagination. So I could get why someone would find it off putting. And I, I like I really like stories where the story is told visually more than like exposition. So like, you know, Gennady Tarkovsky or, you know, Samurai Jack, where you could have entire episodes with no, no speech whatsoever. So like, I, you know, this, this was back, back. Yeah. To the past. Right. Samurai so now see, it's stuck in, but it was such a great, so, so yes, it, was. Know, it was great. It was awesome. So, so this was a great episode for me. I really, I, you know, I, I like the fact that there wasn't a lot, of, you got more out of the looks and, and the action so, than you did out of the actual, whatever, whatever it is. So then I'll ask. I'll ask you, John, what was your favorite episode of the nine? My favorite episode of the nine might have been The Elder. Okay, that's a, because, that was a good one. Because it uh, showed it showed an actual lightsaber battle. Like, you, you get all this, because, because of the, the second trilogy, everybody thinks lightsaber battles are like, you know, 30-minute affairs with twirling and everything. No, actual Bushido, and, actual, actual sword <laughs> combat lasts, you know, you know, for only a few hits and then, you know, I, I, guess- I, I will say this too. Like um, there was a lot in this series of those like super quick anime where like it flashed and the, then the, like they, they're coming at each other. It flashes. They're now on the opposite sides and the one guy falls away dead. Like that's, that's such an anime trope. And it was like, yeah, we, you, have to, you have to wait for him to put the sword all the way in the shield. Yes, yes. For yes. them to fall. Right. Yeah. Right. They, but, it's been made fun of. It's an anime trope. Yeah. But in the but in this show, like, yeah, we did get a, like a, an actual fight that made sense. Yeah. And so. the way the way he won it. 
freaking amazing. I mean, and and it also gives it's another one so, of those things where it leaves you with a lot of questions and it's something that they could expand on. Yeah, but I kind of thought the Padawan died. I was I was confused that he didn't. <laughs> no, he was bait. That was the thing. Yeah. What what so, did you think of the the elder JD? It was all right. I liked it. Wasn't my favorite, wasn't my least favorite. I thought it was kind of somewhere in the middle. Like, I'll be honest, it didn't really stand out to me compared to the rest of them. But I thought it was all right. See, that was done by Studio Trigger, and they've done Kill a Kill and Little Witch Academia and a bunch of others that I haven't really seen, but they, like some really good action sequences, especially with Kill a Kill. So, yeah, I mean, like that that's probably why they got the, the sword fight right. I don't know. <laughs> and, like, I, I, I guess I didn't like the sword fight, although the, the lightsaber battle all that much, because like it's not. It's not a katana fight. It's a lightsaber fight. These are these are characters that can traverse time and space realistically, you know? Mm-hmm. So I kind of want, I kind of like when they take it up another level because it's not based in reality, right? Well, yeah. I mean, but, but the, but I mean, because I want to see, the, if I want that, I'll go watch an actual samurai movie. Right. But the way he, they won that, that's, that was a completely lightsaber way of winning it too, you know? Fair, fair. But I mean, like, it's not spectacular. And when I'm watching an anime thing about, you know, laser priests in space, <laughs> like I'm not looking for like, you know, roots in reality. They're, they're space wizards. Space wizards. That's a better one. I'll take that. So All Dave, right. what was your favorite? Oh, I was going to let JD go first. Um, okay. I'll go day first. No, that's fine. Day first. Actually, I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this. The ninth Jedi, I really liked. I felt they told. Too. I felt they told so much story in 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 such a small compact thing and i wanted to keep watching that when it was and over and she ended to go save her the the her father it was yeah. like i want to see them go save her father like i want to see you get the feeling that it's set like a thousand years after star wars exactly right? yes like, like, like you know, the jedi everybody's been gone they this is the these are the first lightsabers in generations i mean it, the fact it, that it, she picks up the lightsaber and it has no color at first but then as she's fighting with it it turns green turns green and yeah. they were all their lightsabers are green so there's a little uh, almost every i think every one of these all the lightsabers were green now, so it's like a nod to the skywalker line i guess now i know that a purists are going to be upset because they're going to go the, the crystal determines the color of the sword and right and, and all that but i thought it was a cool nod that they created a, a lightsaber that the color reflects the personality of the of the wielder so yeah. it changes yeah. which which you 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 guess they would probably come up with if somebody had to rediscover how to create lightsabers that they might they right follow a completely different path to get to the same thing. all right and again it, it was a trope or it was a, it was a beat they put into the story so that her she you could see her progress like her mm-hmm. her, her sword get darker and darker and turn green as she was using it and becoming it, more powerful yeah that's one of the ones that i was i was you know it, it, it i was sorry that it was only like uh capped at like 15 minutes or something like right. that could have they could have been a lot more you're being quiet jd okay well um, it's jd's turn what do you what, which one i you loved like? the duel because it was so steeped in yeah. Kurosawa and his influences. And it was basically a take on both Yojimbo and a Seven Samurai. Yes. Right? Yojimbo, That's, it's, right. It's both of those at once. And I I loved it. I loved this idea of a Ronin rogue, if you more of a rogue Sith that's kind of turned against his own because you see when he opens up the the kimono and he's got all the ki- the, the red kyber crystals he's yep. he's he's killing sith right and it's like 
why? Why are you doing this? Right. What is your motivation? And we don't get any of that, which is cool, which is what makes him probably the most enigmatic, intriguing character to me since the original Boba Fett. Yeah, that was done by Kamikaze Duga. They did a great job. And they've done a lot of the JoJo stuff, which is a lot of, you know, if, if you're, if you're animating a, a Jojo episode, you have to know how to have characters pose. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's another trope in, in all of anime, but they also did Batman Ninja, which has earned oh, I love eternal that. ire. Oh, no, really? I like Batman that, Ninja. Batman Ninja was, oh my God. Oh, um, oh I like- I will- my my anime uh tastes are in the toilet so i'll take your word over mine do, well that's not an anime but i, but I mean uh, it's well, like but it's like having 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 transformers in ancient you know like i thought it was cool with, i don't know Batman, um, just, so uh-huh. it, it's funny too because like i i'm noticing like the ones that we are saying are good that we like are the ones that kind of like set something up and leave you with questions yeah. and wanting more yeah as opposed to like they spill everything out, which let's. I, I'm I'm kind of curious now. What your least favorite one was, John? I think I'll go with the twins. Okay, because it felt a lot like, and that was done by Trigger too. But it felt like the writing on that one. And I have to, I'd have to look up who wrote it. It it it, it they, there is a certain amount of exposition you get in anime whether you look at whether you're listening to a dub or a sub and it's kind of an anime trope like i'm announcing my attack and this that the other thing but this one almost felt like a caricature so of of of, of you know so, how so, anime pr- presents a so, ton of exposition can, can i tell you when it started out i loved the concept and i kind of felt like this yes. could be a star wars what if if Luke and Leia turned to the dark side, if, if a, Vader had, had them, that's what you meant when you said that. Yeah. 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 That, that if Vader had raised them and they became evil, like this could be where, where it led. Oh yeah. The concept was good. Yeah. And then towards the end of the episode, I started hating it because it was so over the top anime, them right. fighting out in space on top yep. of the star destroyer with no spacesuit or anything on like just so crazy i'm like and the ah. and the power up at the didn't, end it's like didn't you leia have, do that yeah i know right yeah well, kind of she flew well, back to the ship for protection she didn't do flips while she was doing it though yeah it's like it, yeah you're right like the, the kind of stuff that 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 one was doing has to be earned the and had the story has to support it and it didn't it felt like right, they right. just took oh yeah anime people do this anime people do this we'll just put it all into one little neat little thing and make an anime out of it it just that again like i like it's i like the concept like it, you it's just it just was too it's one of those things that that jd would say it was a cool idea but poor execution yeah yeah the writer was uh i didn't hate wakabayashi so i have to look him up and find out i didn't dislike it as much as you did but I do. I did think that it was. It didn't deliver on the on the promises that it set up. I felt yeah. that way. I felt like it was like, oh, we're going somewhere, and they didn't quite stick the land. But I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. But I get. Almost, I get what you mean. It was almost like they were trying to do. Um, they, it was almost like they were trying to do a Dragon Ball Z, but with Star Wars. And I could see that. And that's not. Uh, and this guy's done. Let's see. I did character design for Aram. Yeah, I have to look up more what what this guy did, but. How about, so, then how about you, JD? What is your least favorite? 
Kari or Kiri disappoints me at the end because he yes. becomes a Sith, but it wasn't my least favorite, but it was probably the most disappointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one kind of what if thing or kind of like a what if, but just like he's straight up, I'm gonna become a Sith because I had to make a deal and well, I'm in for a penny and for a pound. Fuck it. Like that's kind of how I felt about and that. It, yeah, I mean, and we saw the story already, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I mean it was kind of that, that like, was Anakin's story. That's what I felt at the end. I'm like, we've been here. Yeah. The only difference is he brought you back and didn't actually kill you. So I mean that's kind of that. But that one that was more just disappointing than what I didn't like. I hated Tatooine Rhapsody. Okay. The the, the, the one that felt more like oh yeah comedic kind mm-hmm. of from because it wasn't funny. And they were and... all chi- they were all chibis. That that's yeah, no, they like they, they they the character designs were all chibi. Like I didn't like it. I didn't like the idea of the power of music uniting the huts. Yeah. And, and it was just like it felt really it felt really not even cheesy. It, but and I and it's like the only it was, one where we got an actual Star Wars characters in it. Yeah, that's true. And I like Boba Fett. I'm like, oh, Boba Fett's in this. They all look like Legos, but Boba Fett's in this. Let's see where this goes. Oh, there's he's a hut. Okay. Oh, they're in a band. Okay. Yeah. They're just uh, okay. I just it's um, not a lightsaber. It's a microphone. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was just I don't know. It it uh, Normally, I'll write this off and say it just wasn't for me. But this time, I'm going to say it was just stupid. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, yeah, it was it was the most reductive of all. Of I them, think I music can save the universe. Not their music. Not, not, not with a hut. And, this wasn't, and with Boba this, Fett. And- yeah, this wasn't Wild Stallion out there playing. Like, <laughs> True. Uh, True. It just, I don't know. Like, it had... I feel like they had a bold idea and maybe to like make that land, make that work in 13 minutes was a little too ambitious. I think that's part of the problem too. Right. Like if this was an ongoing series, that was kind of like just goofy. If they that was earned, aimed at kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If they earned it a little bit more, maybe it would work, but it felt very, it felt very hackneyed. And yes. but it's like, it is like the power of music unites the, the criminal underground and Boba Fett is going to be their manager. And then he's going to steal their earnings. And like, it just <laughs> like, I don't know. Like it just, it felt, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't like it. Like I didn't like Akiri the ending because again, I felt like this is just Anakin and I didn't see it going this way. And I, I, Akakiri? Akakiri, excuse me. And then I just thought it was kind of disappointing. Yeah. But it wasn't I was like, disapp- it wasn't poorly done. This one, I just felt like it was a shitty script. Yeah. I was disappointed at the turn of the end of that one too. Yeah. I think you're supposed to be though, so they kind of they wanted that moment, and they earned they earned it. This one I didn't feel like it earned anything. It just kind of, hey, yeah. John, John said, yeah. oh, I, don't know, I don't know if John agreed with me or not. No, no, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, Akira was okay. It's just isn't that a isn't that a thing? Uh, one of the problems with the Star Wars universe is like they never really properly explained why people turn to the dark side on a dime like i mean it took it took the the second trilogy of movies to end what was it one of the animated shows to to actually go into more depth of why anakin turned to i disagree with that i don't think anakin turned on a dime i think from the moment they tell i think from the the very end of the phantom menace when little jake lloyd shoots daggers from his eyes at the jedi council they are planting the seeds for what is going to happen with him he's a shithead the entire series well yeah i mean anybody who doesn't like sand like that is a problem but, but i mean like he's an arrogant he little... slaughtered the sand people he did yeah. he slaughtered the sand people 
He is he is quick to like everything. Like Anakin is not a good person, and it's consistent throughout. It's not like maybe the fall would have happened if it had been more like Luke and he goes in. But I mean, from like moment one, they're telling you he's a shithead, right? Uh, like I'll, I'll give I'll give you that. Yeah. He's more honorable in the mm-hmm. Clone Wars show than he is in any of those movies. Like you feel more of a human connection to Anakin Skywalker in that show than you felt in any of the yeah. movies. Cause in the movies you're like, Oh yeah, this dude's definitely Darth Vader. <laughs> yep. All right. So, yeah. I, I mean, so, I mean, like there were two others that were interesting. Like, well, Dave, Dave, good. Dave got to tell you which one he hated. Good. Good. Which one did you hate? Hate, hate. I, 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 hate is a strong word, but I, strongly disliked it in fact i almost stopped watching this episode the toby episode t-o-b-i i I zoned out of that one so i get where you're coming from that one see that so so first off that one's first off style of like um not mega man what was it so first off let's start with i hate that style of animation that like 70s feel animation creeps me out i don't know why I think there's, I just watched too many creepy cartoons from the 70s and, oh, it was hard to watch. And then it was just like, look, I don't want to be a humanist, but the idea of a, a robot becoming a Jedi just bothered me. Yeah, it was done in the style of like Astro Boy almost. Like it was kind of a almost, take, but a, a like it was take off. the animation itself, not quite, but I mean, the it, the general feel of it was an Astro Boy type. Yeah, I, get that. I didn't think of that, but I can see where you're coming from on that one. Yeah, and but, and again, it's another one that it gives you the whole story. There's not like it doesn't really leave you. I don't care about him at the end going off to uh, bring life to the universe. Well, yeah. it, but it introduced a concept that is completely alien to the Star Wars universe, where it did. A, a a droid that has enough personality or that that is is has a very powerful AI. Well, because the force become a Jedi. And I don't like that. <laughs> Here's what I liked about that was that the fact that they were able to tell it's hard. Short stories are hard. Yeah. yeah right. Telling us these are, but I mean like telling a short, concise story, excuse me, is super difficult. And this one, it doesn't feel like a setup to something more because a lot of them feel like they're setting up. They're like preview chapters. This one right. was just, it was a short narrative and I didn't, I didn't dislike it. I just was kind of like, Oh, it's okay. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't cold or warm to it, but like, I like that it was just, it was done in one, mm. but I get why you didn't like it because it didn't, there's like no doors open for any yeah. other stories. Off it, it. I, I I still liked it. But then again, I used to watch all those old 1960s and 70s oh, animes back then. I don't, so, just, I don't know what it was. Just that animation freaks me out. I can't explain it. Yeah. Well, it was, it's not just the animation. It's also the storyline, you know? I mean, it was an interesting storyline. It, it, yeah, it doesn't hold a special place in my heart like some of the others, but you know, it was good. Right. I mean, for me it, again if you're if you're catering to the animation the, the oh, I, yeah I, I get that and it, people in that group that i also i also understand the appeal of wanting to do that style to stand out in a series like this yeah right? this is true they right you don't want to look science, like everyone else science yeah. saru did that so yeah so they've done they've done devil man crybaby and uh ping pong the animation and a bunch of others they're, so they're used to doing weird animation, very, very stylistic or very ragged animation. Not That's not saying it's bad. That's saying that that's the style. So. so so let me ask you this. If you worked for Lucasfilm and you saw these nine shows and you could pick one to turn into an ongoing series, would it be 
the one that was your favorite episode. Absolutely. I yeah. pick, I think I picked two. Well, there's three actually, but no, you, you only know, can pick one. That's the rule. <laughs> so the Mandalorian was like, well, like those, like basically lone wolf and cub, right? Like a Western lone wolf and cub. I would do a Ronin show. Yeah. That's basically like Kung Fu meets, um, shoot what's that show where the guy goes around killing people where it basically be he goes and hunts down all these sith and i think there's so, so much potential in that that was so, a badass and, and I, that's why i asked because i think i would rather see that show because you could continue on with that indefinitely whereas i like the ninth jedi but once she f- rescues her father like i kind of feel the story's done well no point. no because they they have to re create i don't want to see them yeah yeah no i'm more interested in like like I mean, wait, there, there's so much possibility because i'm interested that, in that her universe st- must be a complete wreck at this point so they got a lot of work yeah i mean i don't know I, I, it would depend on on where they go but i think you would like if you made it her journey it would be like then her going saving her dad and then you know whatever but i don't see it but the ronin thing you could like you could go on for a while with him hunting Sith, and then you could explain why you do flashback episodes. Kung why Fu. He's, yeah, it's just yeah, like the, the original Kung Fu. Not yeah, the yeah, the David, the David Carradine one, the yeah. good, yes. like the only one we're talking about. Hmm. Nobody said anything about La Penotro. Hmm? There's it's, a kind of Yojimbo thing going on there, right? So no, Ronan was Ronan was oh Yosagi Yojimbo. You're talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I can see that. It was interesting. I'm trying to remember how the episode ended. It ended on a cliffhanger, almost literally, with the the sister going off um, on a ship. That's right. It kind of just ends. She kind of just leaves, and it it, it kind of just ends. And the father's yeah, again, blind again. Sh- again, short short shows are hard. <laughs> you know, and it's like that 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 kind of felt like they didn't really like. They set up a, a preview where they were giving you a lot of questions, but I felt like they tried to set too much up. I had like it was hard to try to figure out like what do I care about? What's going on in this world? Why? Who's the dad? Like what's his place in the city? What is the you but know? It's a, it's a it's a classic kind of it's it's a classic situation though in anime with you know the 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 wayward was it the the, the wayward in this case daughter who's you know well, and that's, basically the heir to the, the the family that's turning out evil and and the, the but that's the other that's the other piece as a as a person who watches you know western movies and tv that's the other piece that was missing like i can't remember the, which one's which but the 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 daughter wanted to adopt this this other girl into the family she's the one that was like oh she's part of the family now and was all happy when they were little kids mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden like now as adults oh you're not even part of this family like what happened to them growing up that changed their dynamics so greatly like well, that she, was all she missing jo- she joined up with with the with the that doesn't Empire. change your fi- that shouldn't change your feeling towards your sister like mm-hmm. who said yeah but when you're a kid you accept everybody as you grow up and you're in your, your but i want to see like sometimes your outlook changes and like sometimes they, could, for the they could have done they could have done two three little scenes to 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 show a progression of them growing up yeah but i don't know what kind of time constraints they had and and they had a lot of that i mean that they they i i don't know how they how how disney decided to give out like you i don't know this much time or whatever but they tried to pack quite a lot i i don't think to that 
I don't. Let's see real quick. Lock the note show is. I'm trying to find the 19 links. minutes. Yeah, it's one of the longer ones too. It's 19 minutes and 35 seconds. So. Yeah, but there are um, some that are 20 minutes. So or over 20 minutes. So like, I don't know. I I don't know if like, did they say you get a maximum of 20 or to 25 minutes, or they said you get this much time, you get this much time. Like, who knows? I would imagine Japanese they, anime. It's you get this many times to trigger people with was it uh, the flashing lights? <laughs> it's like yeah, you but, get this many chances to cause seizures if you yeah. don't do it within three tries. That is the, also an anime trope. The um, end of the episode. But no, I I mean I. I, I liked it. I'd like to see more because, you know, one of the most interesting things about Star Wars is people keep forgetting that the Empire are a bunch of, of racists that they are specious, right? They're, they're all about hu- human dominancy. And to see, to see like the universe from the side of a character that isn't human, you know, would be. That doesn't get pushed enough in the Star Wars mythos. No, it, it doesn't. The fascist aspect of you it. You see it every once in a while, right? Mm-hmm. But that. I forgot know, yeah. Go ahead. No, I think I forgot that that's even a thing sometimes. Because like I know that's what Lucas's idea was to push them as fascism, and all we get really is colonialism of them. We really don't get the actual fascism, racism part of them. Enough. But you see, you see it in like Star Wars Rebels and yeah, yeah, Star but Wars not Clone Wars and yeah, but not nearly as much in the actual source films. True. Although you I was going to say, I don't but... think I've ever gotten that that feel from it. I just kind of got the feel of you know wanting to dominate the galaxy i never look at look at the empire are there any of the other aliens with them yeah that's the thing there's no way they're all, all human, human. yeah and they tr- and they treat other species like, like, well, where is like the... look, look what they did with the wookies you yeah know? and the ewoks right and the ewoks. like like um the only time you see and remember the the bounty hunter scum it's more like they're less disgusted with the fact that they're bounty hunters more so than the fact that they're all you know weird looking muppets essentially but yeah. i mean like like it's true. Like, look at the rebels. The rebels they have plenty of aliens, but not the Empire. Huh. Interesting. It's always been like that. It is, but it's more subtle in the movies. Like they don't yeah, come out and is. say it, right? Which is weird because Lucas is not exactly the master of subtlety. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, but so you anyway. do see it. You do see it here. You know. Mm-hmm. So that's a good point. But I like that call actually. In this episode, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, Though again, I just kind of felt like they could have two two quick scenes to show them growing apart. Oh, maybe maybe they get more time. Maybe maybe that this is a jump off point. You know, like yeah, yeah. Maybe, I am curious. Show, show us your best, and maybe we'll turn this into a whole series. I am yeah, curious maybe. if if they're going to go anywhere with this, or if this was just a one like because it's a weird thing to do a one off thing like this. Um, Not really, we see this stuff with like Animatrix, Gotham Knight, Batman is very similar to this. Right, like this isn't this the isn't animatrix like common. Yeah, but the animatrix stuff were all like self-contained and and some in some cases precursors for explanations of what happened. They it didn't feel rushed like some of these do, where they're like yeah. trying to put as much as they can into it, and so open-ended. I like feel like are. the Lewachowskis were in control of that and had an idea of where to go with their narrative. Yes. Little did we know how way off they were going to get. But like, whereas this like doesn't feel like that they allowed, I feel like this one, they allowed creators to just create like kind of boundlessly, which is pretty cool because usually Star Wars didn't do stuff like that. Yeah. Well, and then you get a couple of really good things like the duel and, mm-hmm. you know, the elder, like, you know, and the ninth Jedi, right? You, you get a lot of, a lot of stuff where we, we haven't even mentioned the, the village bride. That's the only one we haven't talked about. So 
The Village Bride was interesting. If anyone has ever played uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, it it reminded me of that in a sense. When they go to that, when they go into the river and they're talking to that thing and it's like showing them stuff, like it's almost like they turn a computer on. Like if you see Horizon, if you play Horizon Zero Dawn, it's an apocalyptic future where like mankind is now like living in villages again, you know, and there's these robots that roam the the thing and basically like they lost touch with technology but like technology still exists and when they find it they think it's magic and it kind of felt like that i don't know why it just like it reminded me of that until like and of course at the end it's you find out there's that warlord and the, the jedi helps them out blah 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 but yeah like and it felt like there's an there was an aspect of that that maybe you could explore deeper that may make an interesting story but yeah. maybe <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, as I'm going through some of this too, I'm finding out like a lot of the writers on this, some of the, they've got a lot of voice actors that are actually getting writing credits here. So it feels like they were really stretching out to see, you know, who could do what. They were stretching out with the force. Yeah. Yeah. And And that's another interesting one that could be, that could be, you know, expanded on. The, the hero in that, the, the woman known as F, apparently, because they never, some of these, they never gave us names even. I know. Um, that, that, you know, what's her backstory? You know, as a, as a character for a guy, it's so weird to me, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, um, I mean, they the names could be written on a piece of paper somewhere, but they just weren't mentioned in the story, you know. Which is okay, you know. It, again, w- with so little time, you don't want to sing the exposition song, right? Except no. for that, except except for in the twins, because they apparently that writer hasn't quite understood that yet. That you, you know, you have to you have to let things you have to let things a, progress a, organically, and you know, there's a fine line between no exposition and nothing but exposition. Yes, yeah, we we can live in the middle. Yes, yes, something the Wachowski brothers don't also now know also do not do. Yes, yeah. you mean siblings. Yes, siblings. siblings. Yeah, so so I guess we're telling people who haven't watched it yet, who've been now spoiled, they should check it out. They should. <laughs> yeah, they really should. Yeah, worth your time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And and check it out. Let us know what was your favorite episode. What was your least favorite episode? And is there? Would you like to see one turned into an ongoing series? So. All right. I think on that note, we can we can wrap things up with some recommendations for our audience. JD, you got any recommendations this week? So I did some reading this week. <clears throat> I finally finished Salem's Lot. It took me a little while and longer. I was reading before bed, so only 30, 50 pages a night. Boy, what a great book. What a great book. Like, I loved the um, the balance of, of the horror and the the small town aspect, right? It was like... Yes, this town turns into vampires, but they were all rotten and evil to begin with. So it's like this vampire comes into town and everybody becomes a vampire. And it was so easy because the whole town was just rotten to the core to start. Right. And I love that that aspect. So that's a really good story. It's aged really, really well. I like that it's set in the 70s because there's a lot of options where today you could go, well, if they had a cell phone, this wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. So not having those modern conveniences is makes for a cool story. And they're making a movie, another movie, and it's going to be set in the seventies, which I'm happy about. And then I saw the movie, the original 1979, the original miniseries. And it's pretty good. Didn't love the ending. 
few too many changes, but on the whole, solid. And then for an anti-review, for an anti-recommendation, <laughs> I read H.P. Lovecraft's At the Mountains of Madness. I've hmm. never actually read Lovecraft before, and I will never read Lovecraft again. <laughs> he is freaking boring. Yeah, it's an acquired Boring. Taste boring like it's like <laughs> this is like at the mountains of madness it has all these like wild theories and concepts that have permeated so much of horror and science fiction and popular culture in general and when you actually read the man's work it's like reading a book report about another store it's like reading someone else's book report have, on a much better book have you read uh nice have you read the lord of the rings no but i know i know enough not to I've heard I've heard nothing but pages and pages of of talk of trees and grass. Yes. Yes, I'm, basically I'm, that's called the Robert Jordan. But Yeah, Mich- Michelle tried to read The Wheel of Time <laughs> yeah. and she was like she threw the book down. She's like I can't do it. <laughs> and for me like I said I'm a very much a character first guy, right? Yep. And there is absolutely no characters in love. Like great concepts, great theory, but man, is this dry. And he keeps like the stuff we saw, it was terrifying. What did you see? <laughs> Tell me what you saw. I keep reading and you're not, you're not telling me. And by the time you told me, you're just telling me. Like, it's like, and then we saw this. And then it's like a textbook of how the old ones came to earth. I'm like, okay, then what? But it's like, again, so much of what it did influence, and some of even my writing, just because of like how much is permeated culture and society. So it's like the fingerprints are all over the place, but the actual execution, I not great. Yeah, I mean, I think Tolkien would just sit down and just start writing like whatever was coming into his head and yeah. describing it in excruciating detail. And it's like, but we don't need this. You don't need all this to get from point A to point B. But anyway, yeah, give us no, some good movies. And that's they did give us really good movies. That's why I don't I love those first three movies. That's why I'm not going to read the books. Like, it's funny because sometimes I think that like normally I'm a guy because you know, I'm a big King fan. When I watch his movies, I'm like, ah, oh, the book was better. You know, I'm, I'm that guy. I don't want to go back and find out the movie was better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about you, John? You have any uh, books that are better than movies? <laughs> uh, not books. I have to, I've got a lot of reading I have to catch up on. But I just recently went and got all of the Godzilla movies I could find that still have Blu-rays out and all the Gamera movies. And I would recommend you... Go ahead. Like, this, there, there's an, I, I think I'll take a page from a JD. There's an anti recommendation and a recommendation. If you want a movie that you could, that you should play a drinking game to, uh, <laughs> Godzilla Final Wars is, you would funny. die. It, it is, it is, it is horrible and funny. Like, it, it, it's almost like it should have been a comedy. Like, they, like, they, like, you know, they didn't intentionally make a comedy. But they made a comedy. So like Godzilla Final Wars is is awesome. And, you know, you could watch it on a lark and, and play the Mystery Science Theater 3000 game with it. Otherwise, the other one is uh, Shin Godzilla, which I I really, really like. And and I think it is the it, it's the best Godzilla movie I've seen where they integrate what the humans are doing with what the kaiju is doing and, you know, not make it stupid. I've never seen Shin's Godzilla, but I've heard it is a movie about human incompetence. It is. It it is, but not like you think. And uh, no, you should see it. Should I, see I, it. It's on my list of things that I need to see. I just mm. need a good. I need. I need to watch a Godzilla movie without the little one 
because I need to take the time to read the subtitles and really like absorb the movie. Yeah. And and this is one where there are a lot of subtitles. Like, yeah, I know it's smart. It's the smartest Godzilla. That's what I've been told. It's the smartest Godzilla movie ever made, which is a weird thing to say, but that's what I've been told. (laughs) But not just that. It's the only Godzilla movie I know of where, you know, things are getting destroyed and all this, that, the other thing. And, you know, I, I, I don't know if it's all CGI or what. I mean, really, really, really good CGI, but there's no models no, nothing like that. It looks like Godzilla is sitting on planet Earth destroying stuff. Also, the most the, powerful Godzilla. I thought the the legendary Godzilla movies have pretty good special effects too, where it actually looks they, like Godzilla. They do. Shop. They do. Like their their model making skills at that point were just insane. But yeah. you can still kind of tell their models, and you can still kind of tell it's a guy in a suit. But this one, this one looks like it. I mean, it's got to be all CGI, but really, really top notch CGI. Where you know you're looking at a, a real Godzilla in real world, and it's scary, you know. As long as it's got atomic breath, Don will be happy. The most powerful breath weapon Godzilla has is in this movie. This is the most powerful Godzilla. The most, the you scariest know, Don, one too. You got to watch. He end. eats lots you of. You have to watch to the last scene. The Don's last scene. Hmm? I think Don's criticisms of Godzilla '98 are both sound and accurate. So hmm. I'm not going to hold anything against him on that one. Yeah. All right, Dave. Well, I will recommend that you go to superherospeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media at the top of the page. And of course, comic book reviews by our good friend D Square. And I'm in all seriousness, make sure you are following our Instagram for the rest of the week and be checking in on the website because there will be updates from the convention being posted. And yeah, I don't, I don't. Like I said, I watched Visions and What If this week. So I'll recommend watch Star Wars Visions. You won't be disappointed. And on that note, boys and girls, as always, thanks for listening. Don't let you get caught in the door. Have a good week.